Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is a secular letter written by Brother Ewart Frank for the Bride of Christ in the year December 1998. Written by Brother Swoo. Uh, can we begin? Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8. Second letter, December 1998. Special greetings to all you worldwide in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ with John 15, verse 18 to 20. If the word hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. The redeemed do not fit into this world. They are like a foreign object. They walk the same path and are misunderstood as the Redeemer was and as it was foretold in Psalms 69 verse 4. They hated me without a cause. John 15 25. We who preach salvation have the same faith as the one who brought the salvation. There is absolutely no reason to hate the, the believers. The only cause we read about in John 17, 14, I've given them thy word and the, the world had hated them because they are not of the world even as I am not of the world. He was hated for being the word and we are hated because we have received and preached the word. Only the cause, only for the cause of God's word, true believers are hated by a religious world. The word always has the same impact. It separates light from darkness it commands the calling out and the separation from the world. Among those who believe the promised word can be no hatred. They are chosen sons and daughters of God having the life and the nature of Christ. Whoever hates a brother manifests thereby that Satan has already crept in, giving that inspiration. The Apostle Paul speaks about the two kinds of believers. Start called, But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Galatians 4 verse 29, end quote. The disciples were after the Spirit, believing the promised word. 
The scribes believed in their own traditional way, defending their doctrines. And were full of hate and envy as Cain, as Cain had been. Therefore, our Lord addressed them rightfully with the feeding statement, start called, All generations of vapors, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. End quote. That's Matthew 12, 34. Everyone reveals by words whatever it is in his heart. Life and deeds confirm of what kind we are. Our Lord said, start quote, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another, and I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. That's end quote, John 13 Verse 34 to 35. Whose disciples are those who are full of hatred. We do not only have ten main commandments in the Old Testament. We do have more in the New Testament. Brother Branham called divine love the eleventh commandment. In which all the other commandments are expressed and fulfilled. According to Romans 13 verse 8, love for each other is the fulfillment of the whole law. This 11th commandment of love is twofold. Firstly, that we do love the Lord God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our thinking, etc. Secondly, that we love each, our neighbor as ourselves. In this twofold commandment, whatever the whole law and all the prophets required is expressed in Matthew 22, verse 36 to 40. But no other theme was so much preaching, speaking and writing down as about love. In spite of that, there is nothing so much missing among believers as true love. In fact, unkindness sometimes right down to deep hatred is manifested. One has to experience it, otherwise it is hard to believe. There are even believers whose hatred does not stop with death, but continue thereafter. Of what kind are such people? They certainly do not have the divine nature. This they should know themselves. According to the testimony of the scripture, those who are born again have received a new heart, a new spirit, a new life. They have received God's life. Whoever, wherever Jesus Christ dwells, in the heart, his nature is manifest. In the experience Brother Branham had when he was taken beyond the curtain of time into paradise, he heard the words, only perfect love will enter here. 
Love, not a doctrine, not knowledge. Love, the perfect tie that binds together. It is love of God that was manifested at the cross of Calvary. Whosoever truly experienced forgiveness and reconciliation does love with his divine love, which does no harm to anyone, because it is totally good. God himself, God is love, and all who are born of God do love all his children. First John chapter 5, verse 1. The redeemed experienced the same as the Redeemer. He was not hated by the unbelieving world, but by the religious leaders who were handling the word of God with their lips. Never do the true children of God accuse each other. They are being accused and defamed. Never does one elect persecute one another. Uh, elect in Galatians 4 verse 24. Hatred, envy, and jealousy were first manifested in kind who was a mixture. It was once said, he that has no kind as his brother is not an able. I would rather say a half-brother. Cain was a brother, murder, murderer, and so are all the false brethren as believing half-breeds. If a man say, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God, love his brother also. End quote. First John chapter 4, verse 20 to 21. Of his true brethren, the Son of God said, Behold, my, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and is my sister as in my mother. And called Mark chapter 3, verse 34 to 35. All who speak about the message should read the following text from self-examination, for self-examination. For Verse, for this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as kind who was of that wicked one who killed his brother. And why killed he him? Because his own works were evil and his, bro uh, his brother's righteous. And one scripture, that's First John chapter 3. Verse 11 to 12. Whoever is of the seed of God cannot hate, cannot commit assassination of character. That will be totally against the divine nature. Out of one source cannot come good and evil, sweet and bitter. Scripture is John, James chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things 
and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. That's the end of scripture, which is Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. Only those who are the seed of the evil one, as is written of Cain, spread the deadly poison of the serpent. The heart of such people is full of murder. The two seeds grow on the same field. Scripture, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. That's end scripture, which is Matthew 13, verse 38. Upon both seeds comes the same rain, and both enjoy the same sun. And scripture is Matthew 5, 45. Envy, jealousy, and hatred are the marks of those who are not born again. Brother Brenham, so suitable spoke about the three cycles soul spirit body he said somebody could be baptized with the holy ghost in the second realm and not even be saved in the soul we thought that those who are gifted are already halfway in heaven true children of god are placed fully into heaven by the really baptism of the Holy Spirit, and they are sealed. Their tongues are refined by the divine fire, and they are anointed to proclaim the great works of God. Scripture Acts 2. First, the soul must be saved. Man became a living soul. The soul is the actual man and must experience salvation and the renewing. The anointing alone is not sufficient. The whole religious world today is full of such as never before. Christ, who is the true anointed one, has spoken about the many false Christs which would raise up as the anointed ones at the end times. He also warned to be aware of false prophets who will do great signs and wonders. Scripture is made 24 verse 24, A only. Thus saith the Lord, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out demons. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And scripture, which is Matthew 7, verse 22. Viewing from the outside, such people are blessed. They prophesy, speak of revelations, can point to signs and wonders, but are cast away and are not recognized by the Lord. Here we should not only think about those in different churches, but take to heart what is written but let a man examine himself. In his sermon about the lamb and the dove, Brother Branham points out the nature of the wolf. He makes very clear the difference between the two characters. A lamb does not bark and bite like a wolf. True believers have the nature of a lamb, and as well as the nature of a dove which has no guile if they are truly baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
in their tongues cannot be dead or poison as James, and James describes in, in chapter 3 verse 8. In their heart there is no bitterness. Many things men can hide, but that which is in the heart will be manifested through the words and deeds and life. In John 15, our Lord also touches another aspect. He speaks of himself as being the vine and his own uh, fruit-bearing branches. The life of the vine is expressed in the branches thereof. That is the true fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control, which is Galatians 5, verse 22, 23. Our Savior admonishes us to remain in His love, keeping His commandments as He kept the commandments of the Father. Whoever remains in Him will bring forth plenty of fruit. Be fruitful and multiply does, does also apply to the spiritual creation. Since the integration of the New Testament church, throughout all the ages people were born again, the Spirit makes fruitful and actually brings forth the life of God. An assembly where, where no new life, no children are born, is not a fruitful church. As long as the time of grace lasts, the Lord will add those who are saved to his church. As Acts chapter 2 verse 47. The Lord speaks about the joy that should be complete in us while keeping his commandments. Time and again, we, he said that we should love one another as he loved us. Then he makes the very meaningful statement addressed to the obedient children of God. Start scripture. You are my friends. If you do whatever I command you. And scripture was John 15 verse 14. Abraham did the Lord did what the Lord commanded, and he was called his friend. Which is Isaiah 41 verse 8. Only true deeds and works which the Lord commanded, we prove indeed that we love and believe him. Abraham believed God and received the promise, the son. That is the first part. The second was that he had to sacrifice the son whom he had dearly loved. That is Genesis 22. All goes together. Being chosen, receiving the promise, believing and being obedient. Scripture. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar? Seeing that how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect. James chapter 2 verse 21 to 22 and scripture. Whoever does not obey, the, obey what the Lord commands only imagines elections and faith. In such a case, it is a religious theory existing in the world of fantasy. Such may even speak about the will of God, but never get to do it. To them, whoever are truly in the election. In Romans 11 verse 7, the words of our Lord apply. Scripture, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. 
and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And scripture John fifteen sixteen, We are ordained to bear fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, and also to multiply. The fruit we bear is the actual proof that we are in Christ and love God. The life in us is manifested in brotherly love and also in general love. Such love is not in the, in the head and not upon lips, but comes forth in our lives by the Holy Spirit, which is poured out into our hearts. That's Romans 5 verse 5. Our Lord clearly said, Scripture, you shall know them by their fruits. Every good tree bringeth forth good fruit. And Scripture, Jesus, Matthew 7, verse 16 to 17. Once again, our Lord emphasized, Scripture, these things I command you, that you love one another. End of Scripture, which is John 15, verse 17. Title, Something About Judgment. When Brother Branham was taken beyond the curtain of time, he saw the bride in paradise. In a preview, he was told, when Jesus comes, he will be judged. Surprised, he asked whether Peter and Paul will also have to stand judgment. The answer was yes. Yes, they will also be judged. In this secular, we shall not deal with the different judgments. For instance, when the Son of Man shall come and judge the nations in Matthew 25, 21, or before the commandments of the millennium reign, which is Revelation chapter 11, verse 18, and Revelation 20, verse 4, or the final judgment, here we need to stress the fact that everybody, even those belong to the bride, will have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The Apostle Paul includes himself when he writes about it. Scripture, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. End of scripture, Romans 14, verse 10 to 12. Scripture, wherefore we labor that, whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. And Scripture, Second Corinthians 5, verse 9 to 10. The bride that does not appear at the white throne judgment, which is in connection with the second resurrection. That is clearly spoken of by our Lord with the following words. Scripture, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth 
my word and believe it on him that sent me had everlasting life and shall not come into judgment but is passed from death unto life end of scripture john 5 verse 24 many believers thought that they will therefore not be judged at all assuming that they will not have to give an account to themselves to others and not even before god about what they have done in life therefore some do not show minimum of the fear of god the scripture reference of the roman 14 verse 2 uh, 14 and second corinthians 5 and others to teach us a very severe lesson scripture and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation that end of scripture john 5 verse 21 29 before the saints will judge the world and the angels as first corinthians 6 22 to 3 says they themselves will have to be judged anything that was not settled in our life will have to be cl uh, clarified there even for every wrong word which was uttered hating someone or causing trouble we shall give an account scripture but i say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak they shall give account of it in the day of judgment and scripture matthew chapter 12 verse 36 the apostle paul brings this theme to the point for scripture for i know nothing against myself yet i am not thereby justified but he that judges me is the lord therefore judge nothing before the time until the lord come who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And then shall every man have praise of God. End of scripture, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 4 to 5. When Brother Branham had that special experience, he, in reference to the proclamation of the gospel, comparing himself with peter and paul was sure to have preached the same gospel to have baptized the same way therefore would go into glory with his group like they with theirs that is the assurance of a true man of god and his testimony the apostle paul writes to his co-worker being thoroughly penetrated by the fear of God. Scripture, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the living and the dead it is appearing and it is kingdom. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Second end of scripture, second Timothy chapter four, verse one and eight. Right after 
our Lord spoke about the coming of the bridegroom and the marriage in Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13. From verse 14, he continued with the parable of the servants who received the different talents. At the end, the Lord reckoned with them. The faithful ones received the reward and went into the joy of the Lord. Scripture, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will, there, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou unto the joy of thy Lord. That's Matthew 25, verse 23 in Scripture. First, the Lord calls us to give account. And thereafter, we are to enjoy the marriage. Paul wrote that every work will be proven. Scripture, if any man's work abide which he had built upon it, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet as by fire. End of scripture, First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. There will even be differences in glory. Scripture, there is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, and another glory, difference from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. And scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 41 to 42, A only. Scripture, and they that be wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn away to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, and scripture. Apostle Paul encourages those who were participating in God's work. Scripture, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And Scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. What about those who do not participate in the work of the Lord at all? The Lord will reward the faithful. He will wipe all tears from their eyes and he will hand out the crowns. Nothing will be left unclarified for eternity. About this topic, much could be written. May we run the race in such a way that we shall be crowned as victors. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 to 27. Having the, the near coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in view, all who are part of his bride should examine themselves and not leave any room for the accuser of the brethren at all. Scripture, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 and Scripture. We must work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Make all things right with God and man. 
Nobody should wait until cases are, uh, as with Ananias and Superior happened. Judgment begins at the house of God. We should not permit ourselves to be taken away thinking to be well-pleasing unto ourselves. Only if Christ really is manifested through our lives, we shall then appear with him in glory. It's Colossians 3. Let us not be ob object to self-deception. Scripture, wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. End of scripture, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 14. What fear of God should come upon the believers after we are made aware of the fact that we shall be judged according to our own works and deeds? Thus saith the Lord, scripture, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Revelation 22, verse 12, end of scripture. Can we stand in his presence and can his presence the way we are now? Can we truthfully say, Amen, even so, come Lord Jesus? Worldwide Developments Words cannot describe what God has done in the past year, 1998. By his grace, each month I could make a trip into all the world. New countries, new doors have opened up. If we counted right, I altogether visited over 130 nations where I ministered personally. After landing, I never kissed the ground, but even before departing and also after arriving, I always prayed that the Lord should be with me and those who are chosen will be called out. Everywhere, at all times, the two scriptures were proven true. Whoever is sent of God does proclaim his word. At John chapter 3 verse 38, and he that is of God, hears God's word. John chapter 8, verse 47. The spiritual food, the precious word of God, was left to us in its fullness. Brother Branham was commanded to put the food in store. One can even comprehend by the intellect that the purpose to store the food of necessity would have to be accomplished by the giving out of the food in due season. Why should it be otherwise have been put in the store for? The Lord had sent Joseph for one purpose, to store in food, which then in the time of famine was given to his brethren. In Amos chapter 8 verse 11, God said that he would send a famine into the land to hear the wo his words. This is certainty fulfilled before our eyes. The spiritual food is now given to those who hunger for it in the right way in due season. As Matthew 24 verse 45 says, Everything is so perfect as it only can be with God 
and always was. We are now experiencing the last part of the salvation plan as God is completing his work in our time. I had no influence upon the Lord who told me about the food which I need to give out. It is his command given to me. Even 30 years after Branham was taken to be with the Lord, the statement concerning his ministry and the commission he received in 1933 is valid. As John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ, the message that is given you will be a forerunner of the second coming of Christ. Not that I will be a forerunner, but the message will be forerunner. End of quote. Message was preached in St. John, 9th of February, 1958. A messenger is someone showing the way. He is not the way. And no one who is on his way will stop at the sign, but will take orientation and hurry to his destination. The stored food can be compared with a real storehouse where food is in large quantities. The meal on the table should be well prepared from it. We do that through the preaching of the whole counsel of God now. Nobody on earth can point to one teaching which was not according to the word of God. I have understood very clearly that the enemy from the very beginning in the Garden of Eden remained with the subject but not with the truth. He pulled even Eve to arguments about what God had said. He did not change his techniques, not even in regards to the entire message. I despise arguments and explanations given about what God has said. He always says what he means and means what he says. I must and shall remain to the end, yes, forever, in the word of truth, in whatever I preach. After God stated, started the New Testament church, the enemy began he, like he did in Eden. As the Apostle Paul refers it in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 to 6, and continues right up until this time. Already in every Christianity, men were preaching wrong doctrines. Paul, Peter, and John warned the believers of them. Always the original word was first, and the interpretation followed. So it is now. Brother Branham brought to us the original word. The interpretation are being done by those who are under false inspiration. The proof thereof lies in the fact that for their teachings, they do not take God's word at all as the foundation. They only use quotations. How should one esteem a doctrine which cannot be, which cannot be backed up by the word of God? Of course, as nothing, 
The commission I received is preach the word, the second Timothy four verse two, and I will send you from city to city to preach my word. Whoever does not preach the pure word and does not harmoniously fit every teaching therein cannot be commissioned by the Lord. God is the God of order and peace, as First Corinthians fourteen says. Satan is the diabolos, the one who puts off things upside down. In no country, in no city have I been guilty of splitting a church. Never did I have any disciples follow me. I serve the Lord and not a religious party. In the beginning was the word, not the interpretation. That should Peace everyone's heart. Some brethren have Satan expectations. They expect the seven thunders, etc., etc. But in reality, they do not know what they are. Only what God promised in his word will take place at the appointed time. It is not enough to quote Brother Branham. Paul, for instance, said, We shall not all sleep. But he and all who heard these words from his lips did fall asleep. The unbelievers write critically about such statements in their books. Not we, because we understand things the right way. The word is written in such a way that it is applicable right to the very appointment, very moment, when the actual event takes place. Bible critics throw forward that Jesus Christ deceived his disciples when making a statement in Matthew 16, 28, Scripture. Verily, I say unto you, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And Scripture. Brother Branham pointed out this prediction was fulfilled when John was on the idol of Patmos, seeing the coming of the Son of Man in all of his glory. The Lord only opens the understanding of his disciples to know how his word is being accomplished. That is the only way to clarify so-called contradictions and answer questions, answer to our questions. Only also with some utterances, Operator Branham's great uh, damage, uh, uh, great damage was made. Correction. Also, with some attendance, Operator Branham's great uh, damage was made. If one also hears his words, then the impression can arise him end this way or that way. As soon as we do take these quotations into word of God, they are answered and fit into the whole concept. Apparently, it takes a divine call to the ministry of God, God's words to really put truthful everything in the right order. In spite of all the interpretations which are being spread and cause confusion, all of God's true children will go back to the word and ask, what does the scripture say? They will realize 
where the unadulterated word is being preached truthfully. It is high time that all those who wish to be ready and uh, at the return offer of Christ would take their stand upon God's word. Only those who remain in his word have eternal assurance. They are protected from all error. The truth called our church is the word bride. Whoever has an ear, let him hear. Addressing all who minister the word worldwide, I have to I have the, I have to challenge you by the authority of God's word only to preach and teach what you can do without doubt and from the Bible only. With every scripture teaching there is a twofold criteria and every Bible doctrine must rest at least upon two or three witnesses. The first mark is expressed in the following statement. Scripture and to these agree the words of the prophets and scripture 1 Corinthians 15, 15a. Please prove whether one of the thunder teachings does agree with the word of the prophets or with the words of the apostles. Most certainly not. Therefore, they are totally out. Secondly, the emphasis is upon the written word again. As it is written, at verse 15b. Where do we find written what is being preached with enthusiasm about the thunders, certainly not in the Holy Scriptures? What the seven voices uttered was not even written. Therefore, it did not become part of God's word which must be preached. We are commanded to believe and to keep the written words of prophecy. That's Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. What will happen to those who add so-called revelations to the written word is explicitly said in Revelation 22, verse 16 21. The hour of decision is here. Whoever is of God will take his stand at his word, which is our absolute. According to it, the Lord will judge. All explanations and interpretations are foolish and done by those who think themselves to be wise. Topic, the European Union. Before Christ established his paradise kingdom, the Antichrist takes control of, on earth in his Eden. Satan is still prince of this world who offered them all the kingdoms of earth to the Lord, saying, Scripture, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. End of Scripture, Matthew chapter 4, verse 9. Satan, the old dragon, the serpent, is shown with seven heads and ten horns at Revelation chapter 12, verse 3. Also, the last world empire is shown in the same way with seven heads and ten horns in Revelation 13, verse 1. This last world power was given his throne at verse 2 and does hardly dare to say, but the European Union 
is this last world empire spoken of in the Bible prophecy. It is the fourth empire which Daniel saw in, this, in, in chapter 2 and chapter 7. In Daniel 7 verse 23, we are told, Scripture, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall treat it, trend it down, and break it in pieces. And scripture, very plain, informative, specific. The European Central Bank under H. Dijsselbloem, its first president, is already functioning in Frankfurt, Germany. The European Court commences his work with four judges in Strasbourg, France. E every verdict pronounced there is final. No appeal is permitted. The euro currency is being realized. In Brussels, Belgium, the new European Parliament was already inaugurated. The proud building carries the inscribed Capricidic Crucifix, which means Caprice of God. The European flag is seen everywhere. It was designed by Belgian Jew Paul Levy. Directly after World War II, he converted to Catholicism and in 1949 was appointed a leader of the Cultural Department by the European Council. One day Levy saw a status of Mary with the crown decorated with golden stars under the blue sky. The explanation given to him is that Mary was the woman crowned with the 12 stars of Revelation 12 verse 1. That is the Catholic teaching and so the blue European flag with the 12 stars was designed by him for the glory of Mary. The Pope has already dedicated the whole Europe to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and declared her to be the Queen of Europe. It becomes more obvious that all world power is being united in the European House where everybody finds his own room. The Hedge, Netherlands, was chosen to be the seat of the World Court Marshal and the 16 foreign ministers of the European Union who just held their annual meeting in Rome decided that the High Court of the whole world would be set in the Rome itself. In Frankfurt, Germany, 15 additional skyscrapers are to be built. So the world capital, that means all important banks of the nations, will have their city there. Headlines in the international press carry the slogan, Where world capital in our hands. The uniting of Europe and therefore the coming into being of the old Roman Empire is now a reality. The spiritual power can avail herself 
of the worldly power, holding the reins in her hands and inaugurate the last round, Revelation 17. The United States of America are shown forth as the second world power, speaking as the Lamb, having two horns, namely the world and religious power, which is Revelation 13, verse 11 to 18. The USA, as the Protestant world power, has the obligation to bring all the inhabitants to one certain point, that is to recognize and worship the first world power, scripture, and he exercise all the power of the first beast. Verses chapter 13, verse 1 to 10 before him and caused the earth and them who dwell on earth to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And scripture of Revelation 13 verse 12. Though the remote control, through the remote control, Clinton case the U.S. president has suffered worldwide reproach the European Union has no such scandal. She is predestined to be the world power number one. Everything runs smoothly according to God's time plan. About the end time developments, much could be said and written. We do not live in darkness but have the bright shining light of the prophetic scriptures first Thessalonians 5 verse 4 second Peter chapter 1 verse 16 21 which gives us an oral overall picture it is wonderful for God at the right time he gives the right understanding and clarity also as we watch Israel and the developments in that region. We can see that everything is moving towards the climax. On the 4th of March, 4th of May, 1999, Yasser Arafat will announce his Palestine state. The Pope has already planned his trip to Jerusalem in the holy year 2000. The time for the covenant to be made is written uh, is, within, is within reach. Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. Even closer is the coming of the bridegroom. We already see the things taking place which will happen after the bride has been caught away. How close is it then the great event of his return? Thank you. I wish to take this opportunity to thank you all in Jesus' name for your prayers standing behind this work of God. Only together we can serve God's people worldwide. Here in the Crawford Mission Center, we print in nine different languages and serve over 130 countries. Brother Alexis Beriel in Switzerland responsible for the French language. 
Brother Etienne Cloutin in Italy for the Italian. Other brothers in different parts of the world are taking care of various languages. God is faithful. He has led the brethren who also bear responsibility worldwide to have a good orientation in his word. The proclamation of the message bears multiplied fruit. God be praised for the for that throughout eternity. The reward will all who minister faithfully received from the Lord. Also to those who work here in the mission center, I like to express my deep gratitude. For the year 1999, I wish all of you God's richest blessings. He guides us safely until we shall see him. Together, we say, Maranatha, come Lord, come soon, Lord Jesus. By his commission, Brother Frank. Announcements. By God's grace, my new book, The Challenge of the Christian Theology and More, is almost ready to be printed. God willing, it will be sent out in the first part of 1999. I'm sure that all will be strengthened in the true faith and in the right doctrine and be blessed richly. Whoever needs additional copies for selective distribution are invited to write us. Please take note of the new zip code which is applicable since Germany was united. Mission Center, PO Box, 905, for double seven zero careful Germany. The photos. The two photos were taken out at the first weekend of October 1998 in Crawford Mission Center. Above is shown the meeting in the church below a baptismal service. We did experience throughout the years that God in his faithfulness has granted his living and revealed word unto us. The spiritual hunger for the true word can be noticed worldwide. People are coming from near and far, from east and west to hear the word, his word. Those who truly believe, obey the word, the Lord and biblical baptism, according to the apostolic pattern of the Acts 238 being administered in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.